You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 52. Hello and welcome. Thomas Miller here, and you caught me in the moment. This is the Labor Day weekend in the United States. Holiday weekend, we take Monday off. And since this podcast is now heard in many countries around the world, shout out to you down under, by the way, it's appropriate to set the stage that everything basically shuts down for this weekend. It's the last weekend of our summer, and everybody goes and plays. It was hard to find anybody really working Friday. There were a few people who were trying to move a few things around their desk, but not a lot gets done on Friday. Nothing gets done on Monday, and everybody comes back hungover on Tuesday. So I was looking at how to spend the weekend, and typically I'm not a planner, a header anyway. <laughs> I like to kind of be spontaneous, and that gets me in trouble sometimes, but uh, it also allows for a lot of freedom. So I was looking at what options there were this weekend, and I love this area up in north, well, it's northwestern Arkansas. It's Eureka Springs. And one of the reasons is, if you do some reading on it, there's a vortex of energy there that is, they say, growing to equal almost the um, magnitude of the vortex in Sedona, Arizona. And boy, I'll tell you, is it ever the case. In fact, if you go there, right downtown, there's a Basin Spring Park. And in Basin Spring Park, there is a well where it used to flow, where the runoff from the spring, they rerouted it and it flowed into this well. And lore has it that that well center is exactly the focal point of the vortex in town. And the last time I was there, what, about two months ago, I guess, month and a half ago, did some meditating around there and it was amazing. I mean, just absolutely amazing. So the reason people trek to Sedona, Arizona to get in that vibe, well, the same thing might be available in Eureka Springs. At least, I'll tell you, it is for me, and there's an attraction there. Plus, it was uh, it's beautiful in the Ozarks, and it was supposed to be up 15 degrees cooler or so, or at least 10 degrees cooler than uh, in Dallas-Fort Worth. So I was thinking about going back up to Arkansas and doing some meditating up there and spending the weekend in Eureka Springs. Well, I didn't get Friday off, and I had to work full on doing a daily radio program now. So we had uh, the radio show to do and a number of other things on Friday. Woke up Friday morning with just one of those clear, intuitive voices again. It was as loud as my mom, the one that I heard about my mom going to see her in Kansas City, if you remember from podcasts ago. And this time it was do not go to Eureka Springs. No, don't go. In fact, it said, go see your daughter, who she just left for her sophomore year of college. And I was, the prompt was to go see her this weekend. Hmm. So here's this wonderful energy vortex place where you get all, ooh. And this, and the, and the inner guidance is saying, no, don't go. And I tried to fall in love with Eureka Springs. I tried to, mm, are you sure this isn't just me thinking that, you know, that I really like, like I miss my daughter and I want to go see her. No, this was really clear. And I pinged on it several times and I could not fall in love with Eureka Springs for this weekend. So I turned my attention south to where my daughter is and checked in with her. And she said, yeah, it would be great Monday. So all good there. We had a plan. Now, I love the other area that I love that's within driving weekend driving trip distance is Austin. And on the way to Austin, there's this little town called Salado. It's a little shopping town. It's literally a few blocks long. It's not very big at all. 
sits right off the Interstate 35 there between Dallas and Austin. And it's an area that I'd never gone down there and shopped before. But for some reason, I could not get Salado off my mind. So here was this, don't go to Eureka Springs, go see your daughter, checked in with her, that was fine, and then had this Salado thing to deal with. So I thought, well, okay. Didn't want to go anywhere Friday evening, stayed at home, got to bed early. Got up Saturday morning, took care of a few things, and then decided, let's just do something playful here. Go back to podcast number 50, and you hear Fred Dodson talking about being playful with magic and intuition and all of these things that we talk about. And instead of being serious, like, oh, I have to manifest next month's rent check or something serious like that, that you have to have some degree of focus attached to, be playful with all of this. So I have a couple of playful things out to the universe right now. And I just thought, hey, why not be playful with this and see where it goes? So with no other agenda other than to stop in Salado and check the place out, we took off Saturday afternoon, early afternoon, southbound. And this was just a little game that I decided to play about seeing where things led, seeing where intuition guided. Just totally not have a plan. Go by the gut. So the first thing that I sensed that I wasn't playing the game as I should was driving on the interstate. Now, you have to understand, Interstate 35 connects Dallas-Fort Worth, big major metropolitan area, 5 million, 6 million people. It connects it to Austin, which is the fastest, one of the fastest growing communities in the, the country right now and is probably the most popular destination in the state of Texas. And then about an hour southwest of Austin is San Antonio, which is the third biggest city. Well, I don't know. as Yeah, third. it would be the third biggest. Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin. So that's the big four. So you have three of these big cities in this triangle, and they're all connected by this antiquated interstate. Now, I've been living in Texas since the early 80s, and I swear to God, they have been working on that damn freeway <laughs> for all three decades that I've been here. And there are little stretches where you see progress. It's now three lanes on this side and three lanes on the other side. But still, for a vast majority of that road, God bless them, they are still, it is still torn up to smithereens. And especially on a weekend, you have enough traffic on that road that it should be four lanes on each side all the way down to accommodate the traffic. So you'll be out in the middle of the country, out literally 40 miles outside of any town, and there's nothing major around you, and you'll be stopped as though you were in 5 o'clock traffic right in the middle of any big city in America. And there's no wreck. It's just heavy traffic because you'll pull up to a point, and then boom, 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 it'll take off and start going along again. Well, so the first thing that I had to check myself was that I wasn't responding very well to that traffic being in my way. Of course, I didn't have a destination and I didn't have a time frame. <laughs> so you look at it now and it's really kind of almost sadly funny. But this was, as it turned out, as you'll hear as we walk through this little story, was the, the whole purpose for this weekend was to check in with some of these lessons. So I had an agenda. Even though it wasn't defined, it was at least to move X number of miles in X number of minutes, or maybe it was to have X amount of space in front of me where I could move around. I don't know. I don't know what the agenda was. Certainly it was to um, travel at a certain speed. Now, that wasn't an agenda that I voiced before I left. I didn't say, okay, we're going to reach Salado by X period of time. 
And see, this is where I say so many things that we deal with are subconscious. They're below the surface. And this didn't come out until I was reflecting back on the whole experience. I've also put, as I said, I'm playing with a few things, playing with them in the, with the universe right now. And one of the things that I put out, I was doing some pinging on uh, just the other day. And I realized, again, same type of situation as this, that I had a subsurface agenda, or really it was a subsurface doubt in this case, the doubt that this thing that I was playing with or asking for could be fulfilled. And it wasn't until I got quiet and went inside and started thinking and started meditating on that request to see if any resistances came up that this resistance finally did come up and presented itself. And it really caught me by surprise because the whole intention of this exercise was to play. So I thought, wow, I really am more attached to this than I thought. And that provided another opportunity to release. Well, back to the little story on the freeway. Finally got down to Salado, again, expecting nothing and got nothing. <laughs> I was disappointed. I mean, if any of you are listening in Salado, Texas, welcome to the program. And I just didn't find anything there. Uh, that fit for me. I did find one product, and we'll see how this goes. Little herb shop there. I found some liquid chlorophyll ES. That's the name of it. It's if you search online, Amazon, whatever Amazon carries it. It's the liquid chlorophyll ES. You want to get the ES, not the plain. But I'm trying that. Adding it to water has a nice little minty flavor, and it's supposed to increase your pH. And that's one thing that I'm kind of working on right now is increasing my uh, pH level, the the um, acidity, the alkaline acidity level. Anyway, that's off topic, but an interesting aside. So anyway, found this really cool product that I wouldn't have found before, and it's a good health product. So mm, I don't know, maybe was that the purpose of Salado? Well, the next place you would set your sights on if you were in that part of the world with nothing else to do would be Austin, Texas. Now, Austin is the capital of the state of Texas. It is also where the University of Texas is, where over 50,000 students gather every fall of the year to uh, party and watch football. <laughs> so, so the University of Texas football, as you can imagine, in any college town is a mania, especially the first game of the year, especially on a holiday weekend. And there were no rooms to be found anywhere in Austin, Texas. And I'm talking about not only were there no rooms in Austin, but if you go west of Austin, you hit Lake Travis, there were no rooms at Lake Travis. If you go east, you're out in the middle of absolutely nowhere. There was a room at a Best Western about 40 miles east of Austin. If you go south, you start to get into San Antonio, and there are two primary towns down there. One is New Braunfels and one is San Marcos. And those towns started running out of rooms. And back up to the north, there were no rooms anywhere, at least within reasonable distance of town. So, went to Austin and was thinking, okay, something's going to happen. Something's going to break. I'm not going to worry about this. There will be a room somewhere. So, we went to get some dinner at a, one of the food trailers. Austin is known for its food trailers. And I wanted to just experiment and play with food trailer um, food. So we went there and got a couple of tacos and whatnot, and then found this really cool metaphysical and uh, rock and gem store. It's called Nature's Treasures. And it was this amazing, it was like the most amazing store that I've been in like it in the country so far. So did some shopping there, picked up a few things and then realized, oh, 
crap, I had left my power charger for my laptop computer back at home. And I thought, okay, there is no way that I'm going to be stuck down here in Austin without a power cable, without my computer. I mean, the battery will last four or five hours, but, you know, not all weekend. So see, looking back, reflecting back, this was area number two, really, of just subconsciously falling back into the old patterns. I mean, it was like freak out. It was quarter after eight, and I found the closest best buy and made a beeline for it and bought the last power charger they had. Well, the better way to have handled that would have been just to relax into it and not worry about the power charger. Okay, I forgot the power charger. Then there's something else. See, looking around. That's the whole topic here is look up, look around. I wasn't giving myself the room to say there would be something else besides firing up your laptop computer for more than five hours on a holiday weekend. Good Lord. So do you see how in this experiment of just letting loose and letting go, the old patterns just were right there. And I'm so grateful to the universe for taking me down this path because between the traffic and the computer, right there, I'll tell you, I have impressed now on my conscious mind two big lessons of letting go and just letting it be. Well, so now it's almost nine o'clock. Austin is out of motel rooms solidly there is not going to be a room found anywhere. So about the other choice, I mean, it could have gone south to San Antonio or back up toward Dallas. And by now, I was pissed, tired, just road-weary, and tired of this whole thing. So now the experiment had turned into the experiment from hell. So now I was really pushing against this situation. Furthermore, my contacts were bothering me. I rubbed my eyes, dislodged one, and it got to the point where I had to pull over and take my contacts out. And I reached in my bag to get my driving glasses. Guess what else was at home in Dallas? So now it's dark. There are no rooms within 45 miles, and I can't see very good. And you know, another thought that came about right here, I'd be God dang, I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll always have a damn room. So what I was doing with that was because in the state of being upset, I was closing the door to that possibility again. I was saying, OK, I've had it. I'm never going to let myself not be in control again. Right. If By God, if I ever take off for Austin or Eureka Springs again, I'll have a room. Well, by doing that, that's just closing off the door for the universe to be playful back and to teach you some much-needed lessons that you really wanted to learn in the first place. So I started driving rather angrily up the interstate, back up to the north, and pulled in for gas. And I'll tell you on, I mean, look, read any of the material or apply any of the material here that you want, uh, Fred Dodson, Esther Hicks, Abraham, any of it that you want to apply, and I was upset. I was not in a good energy level. I was at, Fred would say, 160 anger. Esther Hicks would say that I was about to get an angry driver coming up alongside me because I was, what I was, what I should get back was what I was putting out. Well, in this case, there was a little lesson to be learned. While I was filling up the tank, I literally looked up. I was looking down. You know, generally when you're angry, you kind of look down. And I was looking down. I looked up, literally just 
moved my eyes up the horizon, and right across the street was this little stop-over-the-night hotel. I looked at the parking lot, had quite a few cars in it, but it was impossible to tell if the place was full or not, and by this time it was about 30 miles north of Austin. Drove over. Guy said he had just had a cancellation. He said there had been 20 to 30 phone calls that night for a room, and one room came open that night. Now, it wasn't the Weston, <laughs> but that wasn't the lesson either. It was a nice place to get recharged, refreshed, drive back safely in the daylight of the next morning. And there was some humility taught in that lesson as well. The big point here is when you're at the end of the rope. I mean, for me, the game was over. At this point, it was survival. Just get back home. Navigate the freeway blind, in the dark, mad. So when it gets really gnarly like that, you're feeling like you're at the end of the rope. Look up. Look around. Stay open. And I'll tell you, uh, I didn't emphasize this in the story. When I looked up while I was filling up the car, the little prompt said, go over there. It wasn't loud. It didn't scream. It wouldn't have asked twice or instructed twice, but it was there. And I looked up, and when I looked at that motel inside, playing my little game but still in my state of being upset, I had to let a little bit of my upset go because the intuition was, go over there. And I'll tell you in all honesty, I wish that I was advanced enough in this that I was confident when I pulled into the driveway that there really was a room. I sadly to say was not. I thought, what the heck? So I had to pretty quickly get over my little pout and realize that a very gracious and generous universe had a much bigger and better plan than what I ever could have conceived when I first launched out. And when I hit the send button on this podcast, I'm going to jump in the Jeep and head down to see my precious daughter. All is well. So my encouragement to you is to do something intuitively playful. Pick a time, whether it's even just an evening. I mean, it doesn't have to be a road trip. It could be anything. But just pick something where you're going to let it all go and let your intuition guide you. You have the advantage of having heard this story. <laughs> so if you encounter a couple of tests and trials along the way, which is built into the process, you, hopefully you'll be able to release it a little quicker and faster than I did on this one. But then on the bigger games of life, when you're playing with relationships and your health and your job and your home and all those things that are of most importance to us, the critical thing is be alert, look up, look around. Remember, it will be at about the time you've given up or you don't think there's any hope. And there will be your answer. And if you get a good story, something really cool happens, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear about it. Maybe we'll even share it with everybody else. Thank you for listening. Even in heavy traffic. Ooh, enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner.
The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.